Blog Talk Radio. Going in there, getting things set up, and 
crazy weekend to have a little private little reading area. I had to build a wall so I could do that. So we're going to be carrying mostly metaphysical. We'll be carrying a little bit of everything, but predominantly metaphysical. I'm going to be creating my own smudge sprays, some lucky money powder, a couple of other little things, too, that I'll be making myself, which is going to be interesting to do. So I know we've got some skeptics around us, but it's what makes it even that much more interesting. And we've got one woman that got mad because I've got five incense burners. I'm like six booths away from her, and she was yelling and screaming up the hallway, oh, hell no, oh, hell no. It's like, oh, honey, just chill and relax. I'm not selling incense. I'm getting more metaphysical. But so, interesting way to start it all off. I was like, okay. But by um, Sunday, I was able to see the grand picture of it all. It's like a... Worrying and wondering, it's like, okay, how am I going to get everything set up? How am I going to do this? And, you know, like I keep telling you, I'm only human like the rest of you. So, yes, I have money issues where it's like, oh, I panic. But I know the universe takes care of everything. We'll see to it that everything works out fine. But at the same time, it's like, oh, okay. So I'll be doing private readings there. I'll be doing some Reiki sessions there also. I'm going to have a friend of ours who is a licensed massage therapist. She said, don't call us masseuses. That sounds just so negative. So I said, okay, you're a massage therapist. So she stopped over and checked the place out. So hopefully we'll be having her there sometime soon. That's going to be an interesting little place. But I figured, you know, we're going to go ahead and do this. I, I believe in the church that I'm putting together highly. So, uh, um, going out on a limb, starting this all out, it's like, um, the rent there is a little screwy. So, I don't know. We seem to have lost like two weeks for the way that they have their rent schedule set up. So, I don't know. I have to talk to them more. But, it's like, nope, I'm not going to worry about it. We drove an hour today to a, med- to a, um, a flea market that half of it is retail. The other half of it, you have to have your wholesale license, which I have a wholesale license, so I get everything at, at cost. Went there and it was like, it was very disappointing. The place was huge. But it seems like every single row, they all sold the same exact thing, except it was just different people. It's like almost like in an order. It's like here's purses, here's shoes, here's sunglasses, hats, T-shirts, swords, dishes, lamps, jewelry, costume jewelry, good jewelry. But it's all the same thing. And I was like, okay. It's like, nope, nothing down this row. Oh, and then also the lucky bamboo and the money plants and the little accessories that go with those. So we stand them down one round. I'm like, eh, I don't see anything here, Tristan. So we go down another round. I'm like, did we just come down this row? And Louis like, no, these are different people. But it was almost the exact same thing. So we go down another round. And again, same thing. I was like, okay, this is very disappointing here. I did find someone, though, that uh, had hematite rings, had nagshampa, about eight different fragrances of it, Abalone shells, the holders. And I was surprised at the holders, but when I put in what it cost me for gas to get up there and back, it's like still better off buying from my retailer online and um, my wholesaler online and getting it shipped to me. It'll still cost me less money that way. So then I found some hanging crystals and I found some gazing balls. Um, but I was like just not impressed because it was only two booths that I actually bought something from. And we were there from like 9 o'clock this morning until almost 4 o'clock this afternoon. And walking through the place. And then we went to the retail section. And it was like, mm, okay. But we'd always wanted to check it out. So it was a nice uh, little ride out in the middle of nowhere. It seems like the, the whole downtown area was one block. And one block in either direction. So but it was an interesting day out. And 
then Tuesdays they do their cattle ranching. So I guess they forgot to clean up some of the pens from last week. So I could smell this cow everywhere and hay. So it seems like ever since then my sinus has been bugging the heck out of me all day today now. But that's okay. <clears throat> so stay tuned for more info. I'm going to be making some of these wonderful products. And I'm probably going to be having them available on the website too. So, but, um, you know, if you happen to also live in the Newport Ritchie, Florida area, or you happen to visit, stop at the USA Flea Market, 3rd Avenue, booth number 54, right across from the Avon Lady. It's real nice. I get the names confused. It's Beth and Barb. One, has the, one of them has the Avon booth, and one of them has sells, um, socks in the middle of the aisle. She's got a table set up there. So, real nice, real helpful. A lot of people around there are really nice and all. So, you know, when, and uh, when they found out I was a psychic, they were all coming in and saying, when are you going to be doing readings? When are you going to be doing readings? I said, as soon as I can get everything set up, I'll get out of here so I can get set up. I got my little table set up. I got my candles, my incense, and everything else there. So it's going to be interesting. You know, you have to put out appearances. You know. Here on the radio, we just go ahead and you call in and take your questions and <clears throat> see what the spirit has to say. And when you actually go in front of someone and talk to them, it's like, you know, you, a lot of times they want to see a crystal ball there, or they want to see you laying up to tarot deck. So I'll have a little bit of mystery and intrigue there for them. Put on some of the persona. But yeah, I had quite a few people coming by wondering I was, when I was going to be doing it. had a, a guy that does they do crystal mining buy a bag or a box or a big bucket of dirt that they get from the Carolinas and put it in a little sifter made out of wood and screen and it runs water and you wash the dirt away and you find crystals. I found some nice ones too. Um, selenite. Uh, got them all written down what I've got. But I found some rubies and emeralds and sapphires. Uh, green tourmaline. So they've got uh, some bigger pieces, and he says, I can get them by the bag full for you also. And so right now I said, you know, I'm kind of maxed out money-wise. I said, but I said, if you want to sell any of your stuff in retail, you know, for a commission, I said, uh, you know, let me know. So he's going to get a hold of me soon. He said his wife was up there now and getting some supplies. I actually think he's kind of bisexual because he was real flirty. And even Louis noticed it, like, the past two weeks we went by there because I've been going there and doing some other mining. Because it's fun getting your hands in the dirty water and all. But it was kind of flirty and all, too. And Louis goes, he lags. He always said, yeah, right. But went over there, and he's always like, hi, how are you? It's like, okay. And he asked me, where's your other half? I said, he's at the booth. Oh, so my wife's up in the Carolinas right now. I said, oh, we a little flirty, aren't we? And he gave me a crystal, too. He said, oh, this was calling your name. I had to just give it to you. I said, well, you know, that means we're connected now because you gave me a crystal. I said, I do accept diamonds, too. And he just started laughing, you know, he's being real flirty. But that's okay. I'm going to get some really good deals on some, uh, let's see, this beautiful, huge rose quartz. I'm going to get a couple of those big pieces. So as soon as I get out better deals, I'll be posting them on a website, too. I'm getting some good connections all over the place. So I get some great deals on things. So it's going to be interesting when I get it all set up. So the buzz is I'm the only psychic in there. We have others, but they don't want to do readings. So I have one woman. She has a metaphysical shop there. Real nice. Asked her if I can do readings there. She said I just didn't have room. Just want to get into doing readings over at the flea market. She's looking for a more permanent location, and she'll have someone else doing it. So she said she'll send people over, and then I've got other people who said they'll send them over to you because, you know, they said, oh, I read tarot too, but I've never done it professionally. But So I'm the flea market psychic. So it should be interesting, especially with Halloween coming up. And they got the little haunted house type thing set up in there, and they got the woman that's saying that she's a fortune teller taking tickets so people can go in. And So we'll see. I'm going to try to... Do some crazy things for Halloween because they are going to be open. It's going to be interesting to see what goes on there. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, excuse me, it's kind of like 
I'll stuff you tonight. I don't know why. So. I know I need to, Corona say, what, no cape and swami hat? I say, I know, I need to do a cape and swami hat. I'll have to come up with something. Especially on Halloween, I'll be going around. It's like, you know, reading the cards. But it's interesting when you go by there. Read what's going on in the chat room. We got Ghost Hostess Crone in there. And we have some other people listening in. I'm going to try to do the shows more regularly. And if you haven't visited my newest website, the church, it's called BeTheLightChapel.com. Don't forget, click on the Benefactor Sponsor page. Visit my sponsors. Pay them a visit. Got some wonderful psychic, other psychic mediums there that, um, you know, I'm not going to let just anybody advertise on the site and be a sponsor. Uh, you know, I have to get the good energies about them because if not, they won't get put up there. Because I'm not going to go ahead and say, well, yeah, you can, you can be a sponsor of the church, which means in a way I'm going to help promote you and yet you know, not have good feelings about you. So, you know, visit the sponsors up there and, you know, tell them we said hello. Uh, I'm getting a long list and, um, you know, I keep telling everyone, go visit the sponsor page. That's all I was going to mention, every, you know, mention the websites and all. But, um, you know, go over there and have a look. I'm going to talk tonight, too, about, about what's going to be going on for 2012. Because it's actually going on right now. It's the apocalypse of the pumps. If you think about it, everything's going crazy. Everyone's going nuts. Almost like everyone's going insane. You know, but, you know, what is the apocalypse? The apocalypse is like when everything totally changes. And that's what's going on right now. Everything is changing around us. Sorry about that. But yeah, everything that's going around us right now, it's changing. It's changing quickly. Meeting some wonderful people with the meetup group that we have for the church, too. And some people um, who've been going to the meetings have been experiencing exchanges for a while. Some people are new to it, so they're lost or confused and, and wanting some guidance and all. But if you think about it, the apocalypse is technically happening now. And it's going to climax in not come to an end, but it's going to peak and level off in uh, 2012. So we're going through a lot of the changes and a lot of turmoil. And it was, I found it interesting. A um, gentleman by the name of Bill, cute too. It's like if I was single, because he's K2, but if I was single, I'd hit on him in a heartbeat. But diverging here on, on a different subject. But anyways, he made a good comment. And he said, you know, a lot of people who are ready and are going to be here for the transition, and, uh, you know, are learning to deal with the situation. Those who have decided, because we all decide what our path is going to be like when we come here. Those who have decided, I'm not going to go through that. I'll wait. Or I won't, you know, even bother with it at all. So they're leaving. And we're seeing it with natural disasters where thousands of people are dying at a time. I mean, look at, like in Haiti, those people that says, no, I ain't dealing with, with this ascension process that's going on. Like, when it gets ready to start, we'll all, you know, they will all spirits get together, and it's like, yeah, we'll all die in a big earthquake or something. It's like, all right, we'll do it. You'll know, have a whole bunch of people in it there living someplace, and all of this spirits have decided, it's like, well, when this happens, you know, we'll, we'll go through, you know, and leave here by being destroyed in a tornado. A lot of them is violent deaths, but they're quick, and they're over with, with no problem. It's like, boom, one second here, another second gone. And it's because their souls have decided, I'm not going through the ascension process. They either don't want to, they're happy the way their lives have been, they, you know, their spiritual lives and all have been. So they decided, well, I'm not doing it. Or they're like, I'll come back after it's done. So either way, that's why we're having these natural disasters. That's why we're having these mass exoduses of people dying all at once. Now, suicides, that's a totally different thing. So they ain't going there right now. Because it debates a lot on that. It's like, okay, is it a 
the same thing where it's like you all decided to go ahead and kill yourselves? Or is it something else? So I'm going to touch on that one, though. But either way, I'm not preaching going ahead and having everyone kill each other because it's up to – it will happen, a natural disaster-type situation are the ones that will have uh, decided spiritually they're not going to do the ascension. So I found that interesting when he made that comment. I was like, hmm, makes a lot of sense. That fills in some of the blanks, too, for me. When people are like, well, why are all these people dying all at once in like, Haiti for the big earthquakes and tornadoes and the tsunami? You know, it's like, why would all these people die at once? And I was like, well, that's just the way it is. It's like, oh, this makes sense now. You know, they're, they're decided they don't want to be part of the 2012 experience. And the rest of us who make it up to that point, some will only make it a little way. Some of us are going to make it through that process and continue on. So, yeah, you know, we've got people just starting out. People have been dealing with it for a while, and people have been through this process for many, many years and understand the big picture better than I do. So, like I said before, it's like looking at an escalator. You have people at the top, people at the bottom, people in the middle, and people all along the way. And everyone's helping each other out because you can't see the top and you can't see the bottom if you're right in the middle. So you're not sure what's happening or what's been going on or where you're coming from. But you got people helping you, giving you a hand. It's like, come on, I'll help you. Take the next step up. And then everyone's going up and up and taking the next step. Now, some people are positioned, bottom, middle, top, and everywhere in between, to help everyone climbing. And some people stay right where they're at. It's like, okay, come here, give me a hand. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. Okay, here's this other person. They're going to help you next. It's like, um, you know, being in an emergency situation and everyone's trying to help everyone else out. You have people at a station, like in an airplane. Say, okay, come here. You're next. Okay, here. Someone's going to help you. Go there. So that's what it is. You know, we're helping each other out. And then when we're ready, we'll go ahead and be like, oh, you know what? Someone else is going to take over my spot. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the, the journey up now. And I'm going to go to a higher level. And then you go up to a higher level, and the next person does it too if they decided to. So it's you know it's a big ladder, a big process is going on, and this has been this way since the beginning of time. You know, but we're so involved involved with linear and being in the past, present, or future. But spirit world, it's all at the same time. Time is relevant to them. So that's why I said, you know, we have the, um, the apocalypse is upon us. And it's because, you know, we're all changing and evolving. You know, politics is just plain old nasty lately. I don't know what's going on with them. It's like, oh, just tell us the truth what's going on. And, but everyone's got to throw dirt at everybody else, try to put everyone else down and say that they're better. It's like, you know, they're all crooks. They're only out for themselves in big business, so... And the rest of us just have to do the best that we can. And we do. We manage. So, but it's going to be, you're going to start seeing a lot more people acting like they're going crazy. And it's because in a sense, they are. They're trying to handle the, the shift. They're trying to handle the change that's taking place. So it's up to you to do your best to help them or point them in a direction. Say, hey, you know, I've been feeling the same way too. You need to listen to this person here. You need to talk to that person. To help you understand what's going on. And that's how we help each other out. And that's what's going to happen. We have to help each other out. We can't rely on uh, organized religion, even though I guess I'm becoming part of organized religion because I'm building a church. But it's not going to be that. It's going to be organized, but not in the traditional sense. We're going to actually help people out. We're not going to tell people, oh, you got to fear this. Like, Don't fear it. Embrace it. Embrace the change. Embrace the apocalypse. It's not going to be, you know, like the movie 2012 where the earth is going to blow up and a flood of water is going to go shifting all over the place and everyone who didn't get to those lifeboat ships are going to die. It's like, no, not going to be like that. That's just Hollywood. It's not going to be an easy journey, but we just got to keep doing the best we can and help everyone else out because the governments aren't going to help us. They're only out for themselves. That's one thing that that movie did have right. Incorrect was government helps out the rich. That's it. Because the only ones that made it on that on those lifeboats are the rich. Hello, the rest of the people who are poor, 
like 90% of the population of the world got left behind. They all had their tickets, their golden tickets that they paid all this money for so they can build these boats. And they got to stay. So they got that part right. You know, if you haven't seen the movie, I haven't spoiled anything for you. Still see the movie. It's interesting. I liked it. But it just goes to show you that the rich get saved and the poor have to fend for themselves. Well, we're going to fend for ourselves. And when the rich are out there, are totally lost and confused. They say, what the heck's going on here? What do you know all the answers for? It's like, well, uh, instead of worrying about your money so much and about um, you know, your status in life, you know, we'll be able to help you. You'll be able to understand the big picture. Then I've got a caller waiting. We're going to take a short break for just a moment, and we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. We're going to do the give me some so we can send out some Reiki to everybody who's in need of a little bit of healing, a little bit of help, a little bit of love. We'll be right back.
announcement. UFOs sparked all over every major city around the world. Don't be surprised when it does happen. You see, I was asking a question about UFOs and all. Well, you know, there Okay, I was reading what's going on in chat. Um, you know, if anyone thinks, you know, I know we still have a lot of people believe we're all alone in the universe. Like, mm, no, wrong answer. We're out there. You see, the universe is older than our galaxy. While it was still a pile of dust and rubble and trying to form itself, there were other planets and galaxies that are thousands and millions of years old they were on before, way before us. So when the odds are, you know, there are quite a few other civilizations and planets out there that have worlds and they're highly evolved and they've learned to take flight into space and travel and and use the laws of physics and all to travel intergalactically. And they know what's going on. They know about the energy shift. They know about the ascension process. They know though that we are closer to the center of creation. Because what happens when um, when you throw a rock in a pond? Energy waves go out further and further and further, and they get real slow and soft. Further out you go. Well, it's like you know, like that. But the center out there, it's still really rough and turbulent. Well, that's the way the energy waves are. And it was rough, and everything gets scattered out. So the further out you went from the center of creation, the more things were able to go ahead and form and develop. And, you know, the Earth, our galaxy, took a while before we were able to go ahead because as, as we um, expanded out along the ripples, we were able to go ahead and um, form and develop and grow into what we are now. But the other cultures are out there. They know, it's like, okay, you know, you're closer to, to this ascension process. And a lot of them will never ascend. It's just not what they're here for. But... Uh, the UFOs or other alien beings who are here to help us or uh, working with our DNAs for us, they, they can they become so intelligent that they are actually able to travel into the spirit world. So that's why they're not really going to be able to ascend like we are. Uh, but they are they come from the spirit world too. So you know, what they're doing is they're helping us along with this process. They're actually envious of us because of it. Uh, but they understand what, you know, the whole big scheme of things and, and the process of what's going on. So but their bodies are not designed for the ascension. Ours are. It's been a test of time. And that's why, you know, when I've always believed that when our creator created everybody all over the universe, yeah, our creator is all-knowing. But the thing is, when you're not sure of something, it's like, okay, um, okay, I'm all a huge, intelligent, massive energy. How do I go ahead and create this being that will have my essence in there that can evolve and grow? So all the aliens that we see, that we will be seeing, and all in, all around the world, uh, world galaxies and all, they're all a little different. Because our creator is like, okay, what do I do? This hasn't worked, but they're doing good. But this body still won't, won't help us then. So went ahead and changed some things and worked with the DNA and all. And changing a little bit more, and it's like, no, it's still not there yet. It comes up to us. We're one of the uh, life forms that developed closest to the center of creation. There's a couple of others out there that are closer, but they're really still too primitive. Then it's like, okay, got the combination just right. So we're going to be uh, the ones that are going to be able to ascend. So the aliens are actually here to help us manipulate the DNA and all of them and working with us through the process. So we will see them. They will become known. They are amongst us. Like I said, you know, they can change. Some of them can change their looks. But some of them look so much like us, but their DNA is just a little different. Because remember, I told you, God created different beings to try to get us to where it's like, oh, okay, the physical bodies can be ascended and 
be spiritual and physical at the same time. Because God is like, you know, all energy is like, okay, how can I do this? So it was, we've been a work in progress ever since the beginning of time. Everything's been a work in progress. It's just like a mad scientist. It's like, okay, let me mix a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And, ooh, that didn't work out. Okay, put it aside, though. It still looks good. This one didn't work out. Oh, destroy that. Let's get rid of it and start all over again. So that's the way I believe. You know, maybe wrong. The only way we'll find out is when we go ahead and cross over to the other side. You know, but I do believe that the aliens are here to help us out. They've been amongst us for many, many years. That's why you're seeing more and more reports of it. And the government tries to explain this. Oh, weather balloon. Oh, military maneuver. It's like, yeah, okay. It's like you're doing military maneuvers and that they were a plane can all of a sudden streak across the sky and then all of a sudden stop dead in its tracks and go right back into the other direction or up at a different angle. Yeah, okay. The G-forces of that would be enough to rip someone's body apart. The government still tries to think they're pulling a fast one on us. Like, hello, we're not stupid. We know what's going on here. Hey, we've got all different types of life forms. We've got angels, we've got demons. There's some negative energies out there, negative entities. Um, you know, Yin-yang balance, you know, you've got the negative and positive. So you've got your angels, which are the white light. You've got your demons also, which are of the darker light. And you've got us humans who are in the middle. No, actually. Uh, you just do have some that are gray. But the dark is not necessarily so dark where it's just like pure evil and tormenting and everything else. It's just a balance of, of the uh, good and, and not so good. But everything has a purpose. So even you know, even the, the negative has, has a reason. Whatever that is, I have no idea. But you know, I guess the negative has to have the purpose. So that's why here when we, have, we feel the anger and frustration and we need to let it go, they come over and they take it. And then the angels come and fill us with some good, loving, white light and all so that we can go ahead and be closer to God and the Creator. The dark energy just goes ahead and uses it all up so that they can survive. Yeah, then they do good deeds once in a while, too. That's why they become gray, gray entities and they can become angels, too. So the whole big old process has been worked out since the beginning of time. But it is interesting you know, when you stop and think about it. And if you stop and think about it, it could drive you insane. You know, they always say you cannot create something out of nothing. But yet, the universe is expanding and growing and spreading out. Spreading out into what, though? When does it end? I mean, because we are we're linear. But where does the universe actually, you know, that empty vastness past the universe you know, that we know of, you know, that dark space that's out there? Where there's no light, no planets, no nothing. It's like, what's out there? So you stop to think about it. It's like, ooh, okay. And the Big Bang. Science says, no, it's all planned. It's like, you know, laws of physics. Okay. Then go ahead and take a vacuum of nothingness and create something out of it. They can't do it. But somehow that one particle created and sparked the Big Bang. It had to come from somewhere. So I used to debate the whole thing myself, too, and I'm like, no, it still had to come somewhere. So that's where I believe in a higher power created this one little particle of matter, which created all this loveliness. And then to think about it even further, because of the whole idea of you can't create something out of nothing. Where did our creator come from? He's going to according to some religious theories. You know, before God existed, there was just all this vast energy of chaos. And then it, the chaos and everything else of just going like being totally mad and insane coalesced into a single entity that had knowledge and, and power. Where did that mass of chaos come from? Are there higher beings other than God? 
And some say there are. That's why you've got the different, some religions have different gods. You've got the one all-supreme being, and they created different gods and all. So some, you know, say this is the one god here, and then this god here works for this god, and this god works for that god. Okay. So gods created gods created gods. It's like, where did it all start from? It's kind of interesting to think about it. And I've done it a few times, and it's like, I don't know. This is too much. A little bit too much for my little little mind. That's why we only use 10% of our brains, too. You know, we, um, if we were to use more than 10% of our brains right now with all the knowledge that the universe has, we would literally go insane because we can't comprehend and understand. That's part of the ascension process, too. To begin to ascend, we're going to start using more and more of our brains because our energy frequencies will be so high that we can use more knowledge in our minds and understand the bigger picture. It's not going to drive us insane. We'll understand the concepts. We'll understand what's going on. We'll be able to handle that knowledge and information. And then, you know, I'm able to picture it too, is when we uh, start using more of our brains and telepathy and all these other abilities become common, people are going to use them for not so good reasons because they're still holding on to the old ideals of greed. So it's going to be it's going to be an interesting future that we're going to be living in. But yeah, the aliens are amongst us. It's all part of the big process. So, you know, I have to give them the credit that yes, you know, Armageddon is upon us, and the apocalypse is upon us. You know, there's just no reason to be afraid. You know, we've already been predestined. We're going to be the ones, uh, most of us are going to be the ones to go through it. Going to be here. And it's going to be interesting to see what the world religions do is when they talk about the apocalypse happening and doomsday and the end of the world, and when the day comes and goes, and we're now seeing 2013, nothing happened. 2014, still nothing happened. In 2020, they're going to be like, uh, we were off in our calculations. They're going to keep on trying to recalculate the time and recalculate everything else and, and not wanting to face the truth that it's happened. You know, they're going to start losing more and more control. They're going to start losing the followers and all because people are going to awaken and realize, you know what, I don't have to be afraid anymore. I see the big picture. I see what's going on here. You know, with the church that I'm putting together, the one thing that, you know, I've come to realize, and it's one of the things in the church, that, you know, they're like, oh, you're Christian? Yeah, we believe in Christ. <clears throat> we believe in Buddha. But that makes us Buddhist. We're Buddhist. You know, because we all had different cultures. So when you look back where all the world religions were formed, they all lived differently. So when our creator sent down a messenger to talk to the people. Well, they received the messages according to the way their culture was and according to the way that they were living. So the religion evolved around that, uh, those basic everyday concepts that they had. So that's why we have different world religions, because we have different cultures in the world. Now these cultures are interacting and mingling and blending and everything else. Religions are doing the same thing also, except we're calling it metaphysical now, or new age. Paganism's always been there. A lot of them say, oh, that's all new now. It's like, no, it's not. Paganism's been around since before Christianity. So it's just going to be an interesting to see how the world religions are going to handle all this. So we just got to hang in there and uh, keep knowing that things will improve. They will get better for you. It's not the end of the world. And I know I have to keep practicing what I preach to. But like I said, I'm only human. 
So you're paying your bills, say it's only money. The universe will take care of me. I know that. You know, don't get greedy and say, okay, well, I want a brand new Lincoln Town card. You can only, you know, when you can afford just uh, you know, a little, a little tiny little puck puck card instead. You know, don't go without. You know, go past your means. Buy a lot. I mean, yeah, we all go past our means some, but don't go to the extreme where it's like, oh. I only make you know twelve hundred dollars a month, but I'm going to go ahead and make sure that my bills total at least twenty four hundred dollars a month, and figure out where I'm going to come up with the rest of that money. Now, that's going a little overboard, and the universe is going to be like, well, you know what? Let's take you down a few notches here. You know, but if you live you know beyond there a bit, the universe will help help you out. If you're going out and doing things to help other people, the universe will see that you're being helped out also. Universe isn't gonna let you fall because you're trying to do things to help others. So we just gotta hang in there. Don't give up hope. Eric code nine one seven, you're on the air. Hi. How are you? Hi, how are you? Good, good how can very, I help you? Good, very informative show. I'm really enjoying it. Just opening my mind to new perspectives on things. Very good show. Okay. Thank you. How can I help you tonight? Um, I have two questions, if that's okay. Is that sure. all right? Yep. Okay. Um, I have a question about um, uh, I'm teaching a course. Um, I'm starting the first full-length course on Wednesday. Um, with the logistics of all that, because everything is kind of still like – do you see how many students are even registered for the course yet at all, or what's going on with that? How do you see it panning out for me? I'm getting it's going to go okay for you. And the first number I saw when you asked how many, I saw 20. Oh. So I'm getting it's, there's going to be like 20 students there for it. Okay. Do you see how many classes I'll end up teaching? Like, will it be, like, how many, like, I'm supposed to teach eight, but do you see me teaching, like, what do you see happening? Mm. And it's going to be a little bit less than eight. It's not going to be the full, the full eight. Okay. Do you see the reason for that by any chance? Um, just saying a lack of students or you know in all so they're trying to condense classes okay okay um and I guess my other question is about um I'm applying to two PhD programs the deadlines are December 15th um for two new schools that are in New York City um do you see that I actually get all that done or do you see, what do you see happening there? Because I'm having issues with my recommenders, so I'm trying to see, see if I haven't responded to it yet. Um, I'm, I'm seeing you're going to have a delay. It won't be until, like, spring term. Okay. So you don't see me applying for the, like, sending an application to the schools on December 15th, or? No, I'm seeing it's going to be a delay. So it'll actually be until, like, the spring term before I see you being able to get in there. Well, no, I wouldn't be starting school is what I was trying to say because when you apply for the Ph.D. right now, this, you don't start school until September 2011. So that I guess that's easier to clarify. Does that make, like, it's just an application I'm trying to complete by December 15th? Okay, because I'm picking up April, picking up springtime. Okay. Hmm. So I know it may not make any sense, but you know, when all of a sudden you know, something's going to come up where I'm seeing April, so things are going to get delayed for you then. Okay, but do you see me starting school in a PhD program in September of 2011 or no? I'm getting yeah, you'll be able to go ahead and start, but it's going to be something's going to be delayed until April. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't. Okay, because. Put it this way, do you see when I find out I get accepted? That's, I guess, a better question. I'm not picking up any any specifics on that one. 
Okay. Oh boy, I'm just like I feel like I have a lot of. Yeah, I just feel like I have a lot of prepper on everything I'm asking you. That's okay. Yeah, I just feel like there's so many things up in the air right now. That's why I was like, I need to call you. (laughs) But um, this teaching job, like it's just a part-time gig. Like, do you see anything? I guess it's me earning a more stable amount of money coming in. Not right now, no. Do you see any when something will come? Is it as far off at all, or? I'm not picking up anything specifically on that for you. Hmm. So I guess I'm trying to tell you is just to, to relax and let everything play out the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it's going to work out for you. Okay. Because you'll have a nice balance. I'm, I'm not seeing you being too stressed. That's why I'm seeing, you know, some drop-offs of, of some of the numbers where it's smaller than what you're hoping for. What you're thinking, but you're going to need it to drop off, and you'll be—it'll be the perfect balance for you. Um, once all of a sudden like, everything gets going, you'll be like, "Oh, okay. If I would have done more, it would have really been crazy for me." Yeah. Okay. What do you mean, the amount of things I'm doing, or just something else? Because you said numbers. Uh, like the number of students you have, and the number of classes you're going to be teaching. Oh, okay. You know. Those numbers there are dropping down, and when you look back at it, you'll be like, "Oh, I'm glad they did because if you know if I would have done you know like eight classes or more students, it would have been you know a little bit much for me to handle." Yeah, because I, I I said the maximum would be 15. I told them I don't want a whole bunch of students. Um, on Wednesday, how many people do you see in the class? I got 20. Wow. And they paid for the full course. And they're going to drop? <laughs> a lot of people do it. They're like, oh, no, I changed my mind. Wow. I'm ge- I don't know. I'm guessing maybe they don't want to do the work because it is not too much work, but it's it's self-work. When you work on yourself, yeah. most people don't like, you know, it's too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah, they want somebody else to do all the work for them. Yeah, which is ridiculous. It's a career enhancement course. <laughs> I can't do the work for you. <laughs> yeah. So just hang in there and know that everything's going to work out for you. It's going to balance out. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. You're welcome. We'll talk to you again soon. Let me know how everything okay. goes for you. Definitely will. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, hello, Alchemy Bliss. Hello, Crone. Hello, Solana, darling, baby. I know I missed you. Solana was here in Florida. We never got a chance to meet this time. But that's okay. We'll manage some other time. It just wasn't meant to be this time. That's all there is to it. Hello, Spirit Baby and Ghost Hostess. My, my England baby. Yes, she's all the way from the U.K., She's still managing to stay up. She's probably getting yelled at for being up so late. It's like almost 5 o'clock in the morning over there. I know Solana and I met each other last year. Met Annie and Annie Miller and Koo and a whole bunch of other people. So it was fun. So we were going to try to get together this year, but it just never worked out. Between Solana being so very busy and popular and me trying to have a life, kind of crazy. Solana's spoiled down here, though. She likes the nice weather. I like it, too. It's starting to get cooler, but I like that. It needs to be cooler. It's been so crazy lately. Yes, and for those of you wondering out there, I got my new glass today. I'm getting old. I have trifocals now. One vision so I can see far away, one so I can read books, and another one so I can go ahead and see the computer screen. It's like, okay, it's like, you know you're getting old when you start off with single vision, then you're going to buy focal, and that's because of modern technology, you need to try focals. So I'm so used to having, you know, small frame glasses and all that, because I don't like anything big on my face, but now they're like, you need a bigger bigger lenses. I'm like, oh, great. So it's like, yeah, all right, I'll just make sure that I'm not wearing these glasses when I take a picture.
Oh, ghost touches, honey. You have a lot on your plate, dear. Need to just worry about what you feel is right, not worry about what other people feel. Just do what you need to do, and you're going to be fine. The other people are lost. That's why the, that's why they tried putting you down and all. They're just lost and confused on their own. Solana's going to Arizona next month. Cool. I'll go with you. Pack me in the suitcase. I want out of here. I want some peace and civilization. Uh, that's okay. For some reason, I'm getting rednecks flirting with me all over the place, but that's all right. I get them to say, I'm not gay. I'm bi. You're cute. It's like, yeah, okay. You've got a life. Make up your mind. It's like, I'm not interested. I'm married almost 14 years. Go away. I don't want to teach anybody. Alchemy Bliss, what do you see for me? Uh, Mr. Jeff is a jerk. Uh, he's just flaky. He's in your head. Just wondering why he hasn't called. He's one of those, instead of actually breaking up with someone because he doesn't like to, because um, he knows you know, you'd be upset. He doesn't like anyone getting upset at all, so he just ignores them. And it hopes that they'll realize the relationship is over, so he's not really a man. He's a little wuss. So if you're going to break up with someone, break up with them, you know? Deal with the crying. Deal with the heart, heartbreak. And if you need a tissue, don't worry about it. You know, the girl you're breaking up with, she'll give you the tissues when you cry. Like, but be a man about it. No, seriously. Like, he, um, he, he is that type. He's just um, not the type to go ahead and actually... Uh, This is not the type to be man enough when he goes to break up with someone. April, getting April, May, April, May time frame for you, dear, for when uh, you do find true love coming into your life. Don't dwell on Mr. Jeff, just okay. I cut my, you know, make all, make it look like this big old string between the two of you. Take a visual pair of scissors and go snip, snip. Ooh, Lorena Bobbitt just popped into my head. Now, snip, snip. Cut that cord between the two of you in it there. Tie a big old knot on his end. Tuck it into his pants and say, bye-bye. Tuck a big old knot on your end. Wrap it around your waist. Tuck it in and say, oh, I'm free. Get to be me. And go on with your life. Because you're going to be a lot happier once you do. Because he's just been, you know, keeping you down. You've just been really down in the dumps about it, wondering what's going on. He's not worth it. He wasn't worth the five minutes either, so... No. Yep, he doesn't need to be. Yep, see? Alchemy Bliss goes, yes, he is. Ha, ha, ha. It's like he needs to man up. Yep. He's an excellent master and came back calling this last couple of months. Yep. See, that's just the way he is. He's he's not a man. He's a wuss. That's what gets me. It's like, come on. Let's get the you know, gay guys, when you break up with someone, it's just like, you know, drop dead, get lost, leave me alone. I don't over you. You're not worth it. It's like straight men just have an issue. They just figure it'll go away on its own. It's like the same thing at the end. Oh, that 90-second warning just scared the hell out of me. Okay, we got 90 seconds, everybody. Well, this is fun and interesting. Tune in tomorrow night. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe spirit's going to come by. Something tell me spirit's going to start coming through. It's like, okay, you better keep the messages coming because I don't like to have dead air. I want to let them in before. They have to be real pushy. And they're saying that they will be. It's like, okay. So tune in tomorrow night. You never know. Spirits may come by. It may have somebody who's a loved one of yours that has crossed over and has a message for you or a message for me or a message for the world. So you never know what's going to happen on my shows. I'm just a crazy gay psychic. You know, I'm psychotic. But we all are in our own little rights and all that. No, my song's not going to kick in until I go ahead and tune it in. But thank you, everyone, for tuning in tonight. Hopefully I'll see you all tomorrow. Don't forget, go to my new website, bethelightchapel.com. Visit my sponsors. Pay them a visit. Say hi. And if you want to be a sponsor on it, too, it's $25 a month. Helps out the church. Goes for a good cause. So until tomorrow night, everybody, God bless. See you in the afterworld.